all right all right all right so it's been a journey people 10 episodes that's insane uh i know it's not a lot for some people maybe hundreds but hey it's something you know you gotta start somewhere if any of my positive episodes somewhat positive episodes have taught us anything and you appreciate the little things little things in life so today we're gonna dive into i think something more on the philosophical side or more societal side you let me know i don't know uh i'm talking about oh the title already has it surprise surprise anarchy yeah i think a lot of people have a hard time talking about the serious stuff and that's why comic relief is such a big deal but sometimes maybe it's good to explore that a little bit you know especially with uh recent events in the last few years actually it's been a large rising in riots or um, protests and all these movements you have the uh, Me Too movement, you have the Black Lives Matter movement, you have feminism, of course, and then you have all sorts of stuff, right? And then people always counter that. Like, it's really funny, like, if you think about it, you have, like, a set of, like, things already happening in society and the government and whatnot, and they, people find fault in that, and uh, and they find issues with that, so they rebel with all these movements, right? With the Black Lives uh, Matter, uh, feminism and all of this and for some reason that's not enough people against rebel against the rebellion and then come up with the patriarchy well the patriarchy is always been like a, like the misogyny movement uh uh not movement but like there i i forgot the name but i'm they are like a group of like men who like thinks like further thinks that yeah women should be oppressed actually yeah, because I'm such a genius. All I want is a girlfriend, but I want that girlfriend to shut up and just not be anything and just be a stick. Yeah, that makes sense. If anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about incels. You should look it up. Uh, I've dove into them a little bit. I think I'll talk about it a little bit in another episode, maybe. But incels are a beautiful breed of people, let me tell you. They basically think that women don't exist, they're a figment of our imagination, or even like, oh, they're just sent here as temptation, so we should like ignore them and like, not we, men, I mean. Uh, but yeah, not all incels think that way, but some do. And one of their podcasts or like videos recently, I watched it. Yeah, anyways, very big side tangent, but they're just interesting you know like you try and rebel against something because something is clearly wrong right like inequality but nope nope i'm gonna further prove that inequality should be there yeah that is genius hello and obviously a rebellion against the black lives matter movement is the all lives matter one of course of course and then a rebellion against pride month is straight month yeah, because and their argument is like, why isn't there a straight month? Hello? Every day is straight day? Has that ever occurred to you? Every single day is straight day. Every movie, every poster, everything. And then when there is a small rise in LGBT representation, they're like, oh my gosh, it's taking over everything. Hello? 
straight uh, media is already everything. Like, what do you mean? You're so blindsided by your own thoughts. Like, everything we try to rebel against, or, like, people try to rebel against, there will always be a rebellion against that. And then, obviously they rebel against that as well. Like, rebellion is a never-ending cycle, if you think about it. So people find fault in the government, and they rebel. And people find fault in the rebellion, and they rebel. And it's just a, a circle of rebelling. But we're talking about anarchy here, right? So let's actually break down the understanding of anarchy first. So anarchy is belief in a abolition of all government and the organization of society on a voluntary cooperative uh, without recourse to force or compulsion so basically they just don't believe in any form of government entity and they believe that like everything should be like voluntary cooperative and no no need for force or compulsion so okay according to oxford dictionary it's a uh, anarchy is a political force or movement based on a belief in anarchism. So what is anarchism? That was totally unnecessary. I don't know why I read that. Makes so much sense. Uh, Wikipedia says that political it's a political philosophy and movement that's skeptical of authority and rejects all involuntary coercive forms of hierarchy. Anarchism calls for abolition of the state, which holds to be unnecessary, undesirable, and harmful. Where did it start? I think it always ex- always existed. But where did it really, really start? Well, apparently, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing this wrong to the Frenchies out there. I really, really am sorry. But Proudhorn, like P-R-O-U-D-H-O-N. That's how I read it, at least. He is known as the father of anarchism. Uh, and funny enough, he was in the French parliament after the revolution. So if those who don't know about the French revolution, it's actually a pretty big uh, historical part in uh, France. It's actually pretty interesting. Maybe I'll dive into that. Uh, but uh, yeah, he was in a member of the French uh, parliament after the revolution in 1948. And he refers to himself as a federalist. So that's interesting and he described liberty uh, the liberty that he uh, pursued as the synthesis of communism and property and that's interesting right so let's see what what's the issue other than the obvious like obviously obviously there are bad governments and there are good governments right so we're not talking about that we're talking about government in itself the structure of it and why anarchists want to destroy it or like not maybe maybe not destroy maybe that's a bit harsh but like kind of bring it down or kind of break down and see like what's wrong about it because there uh well the, the definition at least is the abolition of all government uh and the organization organization of society right so what is uh government right other than the obvious of course we, we talk about our government all the time, but what is it supposed to be defined as? So you have a group of people with authority to govern a country or state. Um, and another definition was the exercise of political authority over the action, affairs, action and affairs of a political unit uh, and all that. Like, it's very long. Uh, Wikipedia says a government is a system, a group of people governing an organized community generally a state let's dive even deeper because it's not enough apparently a state 
is a form of human association distinguished from other social groups uh, by its purpose. So we have a few obvious forms of uh, government, right? We have the oligarchy, which is a government uh, gov governed by a few people, uh, usually by a small and privileged group of people, unfortunately. But I think there are some exceptions. I don't have any examples right now. But the, the true definition is that it should be governed by a small group of people. We always want the best, most understanding, best leadership qualities people lead, right? But unfortunately, the people on top are always the rich one who, like, gets there unjustifyingly, I guess. It's very unfortunate. You have author authoritarianism. Sorry, my pronunciations. Authoritarianism, yeah. So, that is uh, lack of uh, civil uh, liberties. Um such as uh, freedom of uh, basically it's just like extra I, I just think it's like extreme forms of like governing it, how i see it at least they described it very sugar coatingly um f uh, freedom of religion in which the government opposition don't alternate the power so yeah i think it's like countries who had like one leader for a long time that's different from a monarchy a monarchy that's like kings and queens and stuff right and then you trade it down as you like um pass on but a lot of governments are mixed in this so you have it in the netherlands they also have kings and queens and they also have a prime minister um and also you have it in uh, very famously the royal family in the in the uk you also have it, the king's, uh, well, the queen now, uh, only the queen. Um, and of course, you also have uh, their prime ministers and stuff. So, yeah, and a lot of times, the kings and queens don't really play any massive role in decision making. Uh, and they're just usually a face of the country, as far as I know. Um, in Malaysia as well. Uh, the sultans, we have like 14. Um, they don't really do anything, honestly. They sit in the throne and get money. Ooh, wow, so controversial. No, it's seriously, they just do nothing. It's get money. It's actually a big issue amongst the. Not a big issue, but I talked about it with my friends before, and it's kind of ridiculous. Like, they're there for nothing. And the prime minister, and then a lot of people want to fight for the prime minister position because it's just a power hungry game. Anyways, there's that as a monarchy. I think in the past, um, especially maybe in the UK, uh, you have like v a very strong ruling kings, right? We've heard about like uh, Henry VIII, um, like all these like very strong ruling uh, king, well they call it kingdoms at the time I think. So, and, um, and that is when the monarchy has like extreme control and everything the king says goes, you know? And then but now it's a mix and it's kind of a mix of like the prime minister and, and them um and also you have democracy which is uh one of the things very famous especially in most countries have it of course like i think almost almost all countries have it um and it's very famously fought about in especially u.s politics right they have the democrats and the republican so yeah, and they called them the lefts and the rights. And that somehow turned into an insult now. Ooh, the lefts want this, the rights want this, but yeah. Okay, so, anarchists, right? 
if they're against the government, they are against all of that. Whether it's oligarchy, monarchy, the democracy, like it doesn't really matter. They're against all. By definition, they are. If they're actual anarchists, are they don't want to talk this out? I would love to, because I think it's very interesting. I'm not for or against it, but to be fair, I'm not for or against a lot of things. But I like to open a conversation about it. Understand, kind of why. You know, you a lot of times when I look up the definitions and like their beliefs and stuff, they're mostly against it in a situation where a government is both harmful and not needed. So that's fair. If your government is not useful and actively causing harm to your people, someone gotta do something, right? But it depends on the state of your governing society. So if it's like a monarchy, you dare defy your king and <laughs> you're gonna get your head chopped off. Sure. Like Okay, um, but in like a democracy, there is a system, right? So if there's someone who's clearly not doing something right, I think Trump is a very clear example. He got impeached. Was well, not fully successful, but he was impeached because he was claimed to not have done a good uh, job. Um, I don't have all the details on that, so I, so I say claim. Uh, even though he's very famously known for making very stupid decisions. Well, that's that, you know? Uh, but... Um, yeah, you have a system where you can hold your leader accountable, then that's fair, right? But a lot of times, unfortunately, because of the way our world works and how big this whole government uh, thing has turned out, unfortunately, a lot of people up there are up there for from like money and power. Once in a while, we have hopeful candidates who come from a really poor family and they really want to make a difference and like like stuff like that and that's really cool but unfortunately a lot of people also with money and power they can do anything they want and it's very easy to reach the top that way you know we learn this a lot from seeing like celebrities kids or um, yeah it can be in many scenarios. A lot of people are self-made, but a lot of people also come from money and power. And good on them, you know. I also know some people who are very... Uh, I, I don't know personally, but I've heard uh, some people who do come from money and fame and wealth and whatever don't like the fact that that's a thing because then their whole lives are kind of predetermined or kind of laid out. They're kind of known for coming from wealth and no one's gonna actually recognize their hard work, you know That's that's one thing. So you have all these people in the government who not all of them Of course some people do are hardworking people who went to law school and really tried their best to or Had a reality show, you know, wherever it came from. It's okay. Uh, and then made it to the top. That's great, but This is the way the government is now not everywhere, like I said, but a lot of places it's like this, very unfortunately. Like, you have like the prison system, right? I don't know if you watch like literally any prison movie. Any person who has money and power, it doesn't matter if they're in prison or not, you can very much still be, uh, like this person might as well just be free, you know, because they can do anything they want. They buy the warden, they buy the, all the guards, and it's like they're just basically free. The only thing that's stopping them is the government not allowing to go out of the four walls but they are still conducting everything as usual <laughs> uh, despite being in prison you know stuff like this 
Um, and it's very unfortunate, right? So you, you as like a person who clearly had their rights violated, uh, has suffered from inequality of some kind. And then you have all these major movements, of course. I'm sorry if I'm just naming the few that I know because it's the only one that is coming to my head right now. So the few that the f- the few that always come to my head because it's so often talked about. I'm sure there's so many more meaningful movements that should be more popular, but unfortunately these are the ones that are on. Um, like the news all the time or the one talked about all the time so you have the uh, pride movement so the LGBT movement you have the Black Lives Matter you have the um, the feminism one I'm sure there's more I can't think of any right now but yeah they're fighting for their rights but of course there are always extremes I talk about it so many times there are always extremes in any movement you have the people in between the actual people who want to make a fair like movement forward but they're constantly being judged by the extreme so the black lives matter movement is a perfect example you have the people who want to make a change they're going on the streets fighting for uh uh like their rights and of course there are people taking advantage of that taking advantage of the fact that the streets are being full of people and they riot and how the news perceive them it's not because of their movement it's because they're rioting like, if you ever hear any Fox News coverage of the Black Lives Matter movement, um, it's always like, yeah, these people are horrible, they riot, da, da, da. Yeah, because you're only focusing on the extremes. Always. If you notice any time one side tried to attack the other, I'm talking about, I watch a lot of online shows about, like, like uh, Candace Owens, Dave Shapiro, um, or, like, uh, any, like, both movements. I know I watch a lot of conservative uh, uh, shows, but only because I like to understand what they think. I don't necessarily agree. Actually, I don't agree with almost everything they say. But it's interesting to see where their minds are coming from. Because they, every time they view a clip of something, they view the most extreme possible form they can. And you're not giving anyone a fair shot at all. Of course. Of course you're going to judge a whole movement based on what the extremists do. And that's what people do about religion. Like the, the I think especially the Islams. The, uh, yeah, they are so like known for their extremes when like the actual good people are not as well known. And that's so unfortunate. You know, like I'm not talking about people, but like the, the religion itself and the good people practicing it. But yeah, once again, we're straying a little bit. But if you want to talk about like going against the government, right? A lot of times, uh, if we break down, right? Let's just break down everything. Let's have like a group of people. Let's say we have a hundred people. There's randomly appeared on a land. And there is food, there is water, there's resources, sure. But you have a hundred people. Where do these people start? You're against a government, so you're against any form of coercion and, and like, like toxic leading, right? So naturally from that, um, or you're against coercion and like any form of government and organization of society on a voluntary and cooperative uh, without recourse to force or compulsion. So you're against any form of government, but you need a way for this hundred people to start 
effectively building a base of some kind, right? Because you can put 100 people on land, but if they start scattering around, imagine this, if no one takes any control, everyone just scatters and do whatever the hell they want, what's going to happen? They're all going to go different places. Some of them are probably going to starve. Some of them may not be skilled enough to do this. Some of them may be very skilled and they will thrive. What's the best way to conduct this? I mean, most of the time, there will be some people, maybe those more strong-headed ones, they'll always be maybe the top five or the top ten will come out of it and saying like, hey guys, maybe maybe this is something we should do, all right? And then, then they start delegating. Like, okay, so you, uh, you have very high amount of skills in, um, I don't know, architecture. So go, let's build some uh, blueprints and then we can start building some huts. Okay, you, you guys over there, you're very highly skilled in building. Let's team up with the architects over there and then we can try and start building the huts. Then we can cover our shelter. Oh, you guys, you guys are very, uh, like guys or girls, doesn't matter. When I say guys, it's instinctively for both genders. Very unfortunate, but that's the way it is. You people are, um, you're very good at agriculture, it seems like. So you guys can, uh, you can, uh, you people can work on the farm over there and like get some water and stuff and then food will be covered. And then you, there, there'll always be this like stronger people, right? That come out and delegate. And then there'll of course be like those people in the back or like those people uh, who will come out and say like, well, okay, why should we listen to you? Okay, fair. Uh, why should you listen to me? Maybe it's because I took the reins already and now we already have a system going. So everyone here, these hundred people already has shelter, already has uh, food and water. What's the problem here? They're like, oh, why should we listen to you though? We're like, okay, what other system do you want? Let's talk about it, right? Let's talk about a system where everyone can benefit from it. A lot of times when you rebel, if you have no backing, What's the point of rebelling? I th some people just want to rebel for the sake of rebelling. And that is a thing. That is a thing. It's called reactance theory. Uh, it's a pleasant feeling that emerges when people experience that, uh, that they are, they are, oh my gosh, my handwriting. Yeah, I wrote down a lot of the definitions. Basically, based on what I know, this theory is like, you have an unpleasant feeling when people experience that they're in harm of some kind, that they're, that they're like, uh, what do you call that, their values or their person is being harmed, right? So to guarantee that they're safe, that they're able to be free, they rebel. So that they can bring comfort to the fact that their rights are being preserved or their freedom is being preserved and all of that. So it is a thing, it's called reactance theory, you can look it up. Uh, I, I'm gonna dive more deep into that because it seems like everything people do, no matter good or bad, they will always be rebelling, you know? And if this is the case, no matter what form of government, good or bad or whatever, there's no way of winning and it's almost impossible to please everyone. That's a case across anything. You see any YouTube video, anything, even the kindest of actions, even something as simple as rape was blatantly wrong, Humans still find a way to be like, yeah, the victim is the one that's uh, that's at fault here. Or even who is the victim is is that question. Yeah, obviously the person who got raped is, is the one that's a victim, right? No, 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 no. How they dress changes everything. Come on, it's something very straightforward. But still, we always find a way to rebel, right? No matter what. Even if it's reasonable or not. Why? Because you have people on the extreme ends. And that's just unfortunate, right? So it's very hard 
to lead like this is just a hundred people but over time imagine if people start partnering up and then you have kids uh back to my thought uh, pr- uh like experiment earlier you these hundred people start to have kids and they start developing like a huge community in like maybe like a couple of years and obviously the community keeps growing and growing and growing in the end you're going to have a thousand two thousand people right and who is going to lead them and it if it's fair if like the so-called the first initial 10 people who like delegated and everything um like if they live in equal house they don't get special uh treatment they live like everyone else it's different if they start building a castle for them and then everyone else gets dirt houses or something like this and then it turns toxic just like anything else so yeah this is a very very broad topic and i think there's so much more to cover and i think i'll cover it more in later episodes but it's just something to think about right like to understand why people rebelled uh, against the government understand like uh, i think anarchy is interesting i don't disagree nor agree with it i'm just like in between i think it's interesting to think about uh, and kind of understand why you feel the need to go against any type of go- government uh, entity, even though they're doing so well. Like, sure, America has very gray lines right now. Like, and obviously, there are very obvious government entities right now making horrible decisions. But there are also good governments, right? You have like Finland, who has been very successful in their education, in, in like in their mental health system, like their healthcare system, everything so well-established a lot of the nordic countries have very very high happiness index rates happiness index rates when they uh, rate the happiness of like every uh most uh, or every individual in the country and kind of see how happy their citizens are and they have very successful in that right so it's very clear that not all governments bad but maybe because of the history we've had with the government and everything who knows it's just another thing to think about Maybe I'll talk about it more in another episode because I think it's very, very interesting. But yeah, I hope everyone has a great day <laughs> thinking about this. Uh, uh, set forth and be kind, people. Peace out.